1: coach. We're ready to play. My name's John A. Tate. Uh, I've got James Tate sitting opposite me. Howdy, howdy. And uh, M might be here in a little while. Uh, Lots of things we can talk about today,
2: Um, Tilda's soccer, stall gifts, gather round, a bit of surfing. Fair bit going on here on the Sporting Record on 855am 3CR.
1: We may not get to all
2: of those things, but first... We'll do our best. But first, the Sporting Record would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri Woi people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional custodians of the land from which we broadcast this program on and on which much of our local sport is played. We also acknowledge the incredible contribution of First Nations athletes to this continent's sporting life, and we pay our respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. So there's a fair bit going on this week in the sporting world, isn't it, Johnny?
1: Yeah, yeah. First of all, I've got a question for you without notice. Here we go. Because I know you love that. Oh, yes. On the way in, uh, I was listening to a sports show, and they were talking about Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, yes. Is that his name? Josh Giddy. Is he
2: Australian? He's Australian. He's from Adelaide. Ah,
1: that one of the things I was saying is he's picked up quite an American twang in his time in the states.
2: Yes, so he uh, he's bounced between the states and Australia. He's been a basketball prodigy basically for a long time. Um, so he's bounced between the states and here, you know, various you know games and development things and squads. He's pretty good. He's pretty bloody good. He was pick six uh, in the NBA draft about two years ago, I believe. And he's had an immediate impact in that league. Mm. Today he scored 30 points, had 9 rebounds and 10 assists, which is an incredible stat Because it's
1: only 9 rebounds, he doesn't get the
2: triple-double. No, no triple-doubles, but almost. Bloody Um, good effort, though. Bloody good effort. And so he's he's the bright young star Uh of Australian basketball. How old would he be? He'd be about 20. (laughs) He's young. You know, he gets drafted at 18 because yeah. he's a young gun. Yeah. He played for the Adelaide 36ers okay. um, when he was about 17 and then got drafted the next year.
1: And what's his role on the team? Is he a guard or what does he do? Uh, well,
2: he has skills like a guard, like a young, like a small player, but he's tall. He's about 6'10". <laughs> you know, so he's, he's one of these weird athletes who seems to sort of defy categories. And that's what makes him a bit of a weapon he's tall, skills like a guard, but he can do whatever he wants. So you had a great game today in the NBA play-in. So the play-in yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think that's what this these people are talking about.
2: Yes, so the play-in tournament is the basically instead of just having the top 8 in the NBA in the men's basketball ready to go to the finals, to make it a bit more interesting, <laughs> places 7 through to 10 <laughs> play off the, the last spot two spots in the finals oh, okay. so the the finals are the playoffs. this little playoff of of the last two spots is the play in they call it the play ins Because you're trying to play
1: in. I heard that expression i didn't know what they were talking about,
2: yes, so that's the play in so there's a bit of basketball news going on here. What do you think of josh Giddey-M? ah oh, love josh josh giddy
0: <laughs> what a what a man what a man was there to uh
2: unsuccessfully guard LeBron when he got his scoring record. Yes and Josh Giddy was playing uh, against Lebr- LeBron James uh, when he got the all-time scoring record okay. so he's already cemented himself in history. It's infamy.
0: It is actually pretty cool though the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder have an average re- age of I think 22 mm. uh, one of the youngest if not the youngest team rosters
2: in the NBA and... Very young. In this play-in um, play, play in for the playoffs. Yes. So that's one Australian to look out for in the men's basketball playoffs, which are just about to start. Uh, if they get through, of yeah, course, yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. game. Yeah. Another one is uh, Joe Ingles, who's playing for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh-huh. So he used to play for the Utah Jazz, had yep. some success there. I know that name. Joe Ingles. So he plays for the Milwaukee Bucks now, so you've got to look out for him. That's about it, really. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. well... um, are Brooklyn what happened to Brooklyn in the 70 have they already played did Brooklyn get knocked out
2: uh Brooklyn safely mills? into the playoffs
0: is patty mills still playing yes for so you're
2: right patty mills is there okay. ben simmons is just not playing for that no, team anymore no. no one of the great fallen stars of australian basketball his career has gone from potential greatest australian basketball men's player ever to just hey. <laughs> that
0: is an apt Sound. There's no word. You need that sound. It's There's pretty no much, it's you pretty much what sound. happened. So he
2: took yeah. a year off. Anyway, we'll go into that later. Yeah, so that's, that's a bit sure. of basketball news that's to right. start us off. Breaking news, that was. Breaking news. <laughs> dr- was.
0: Direct from the 3CR that's studio. Right.
2: Now, uh,
1: it's, it's the pun round coming up for AFL. Gather round, children. Oh, so good. The great thing about it is, I was thinking about this, M. that uh, with everyone playing, all those men's teams playing in, in, uh, in, in Adelaide, it's a great weekend to go and see some local footy in Melbourne. Yes. Oh, that's a good point. Has that's your season started yet? Are you playing footy this season?
0: The f- um, I will be playing at some point, but the old uni situation is is a lot at the moment. But yes, the Vaffa season begins this weekend, which is very exciting.
2: Yeah, Vaffa starts, pub footy starts. Pub footy starts. Pub footy starts, so I won't be playing. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ingrained enough yet, but I'm trying to get into the pub footy scene.
1: Well, you've introduced yourself. Are you the, going the to training tonight. Yes, cooters? training tonight. So uh, all the VFL teams are playing, or well, most of them are playing in Melbourne. So um, there's a game at uh, Princess Park tonight. No, tomorrow night, Friday night, Carlton and Richmond.
2: Friday night footy on night. Uh, for VFL. Oh, no, no real broadcast.
1: Uh, up at Tullamarine on Sunday, there's a double header with the VFLW team and the VFL team. Playing uh, Essendon's playing Casey Casey Demons. Oh, that'll be that'll right. be a good. That's a double doubleheader. That's a great Sunday.
0: fixture. And Essendon and Casey in the women's comp as well are very strong. Two very yeah. strong teams. So mm. good, good doubleheader. So there's there.
1: plenty of footy in Melbourne to go to, and mm-hmm. had many other games all over the place. Williamstown and uh, mm. and uh, uh, that uh, Sandingham ground, and they're, they're
0: all over. Well, as my friend who is a big Richmond supporter aptly described, every every weekend. Every round is Gather Round in Melbourne. Yes,
2: Ah. basically. You can tell
0: your Richmond
1: friend, we've got a big surprise possibly coming up on the sporting record. Yeah. But I'll keep that under wraps. Oh, look at you with your loose lips. I'm trying to organise a few guests, you know, guests. Um, So that's the footy. That's all I want to talk about there, really, I think.
2: Uh, We will just make a note that the Gather Round, which is the, the inspired by the magic round in the rugby where all the teams come down to Adelaide this year, play in the one city, Seems uh, The weekend hasn't happened yet, but it seems to be an unparalleled success. Mm, so so far. More mm. breaking news. Eight out of the nine games in Gather Round are all sold out. Whoa. Whoa. So there's only one that has not been sold out, which is a pretty bloody good sign. What's the... One that hasn't sold out. I don't know, but I dare say it's the one with the Gold Coast Suns in it. That's probably a good. I dare say.
1: That's probably a good. Um, Playing at that ground in the hills. In the hill, Adelaide oh, Hills. Oh, well, if
2: it's the. Uh, anyway. So we, we won't, we won't <laughs> speculate. We'll, uh, we'll, but we'll... that is amazing. That's great. So, it, and, and apparently, so Jared Waitley, legendary caller and commentator of many sports, he said the feeling in Adelaide right now feels like the Super Bowl in America. You know, Super Bowl gets played yeah. in different cities. Yeah, good on it. And the Super Bowl is probably the biggest sporting event of the year, just about. So that's a pretty big statement. That you know that, that new
1: Adelaide stadium. stadium, which the old stadium revamped, mm. it's got a hotel in the stadium. Now that's uh, you can go there and stay in the I think it's called the Oval Hotel or something. And on the day of the game, you don't have to. You don't have to leave. Go in. You're in. You're already in.
0: That's mm. wild. And then you could go up to the top and have your little wander around on the yeah. on the roof. On the yeah. roof. Yeah. Who doesn't like
2: getting up on a oh, roof yeah. and
0: having Jeez, a wander? So technically, you could just never leave your hotel if you wanted to go to Adelaide for a sports event. That's
2: <laughs> true, yeah. I dare say it would be a pretty penny for some of those rooms this week. Oh, yeah. I oh, so, yeah. Or maybe
1: a lot of the rooms would be booked out for the... Teams and uh, families of the teams.
2: Well, again, we won't speculate. No, but true. gather round seems to be quite a big success. Right. And yeah. you know, Adelaide's economy should be fun. Oh uh, Having a good time. I oh, reckon. is there one? Sorry, that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> you silly, you, you naughty bugger. Naughty, you naughty. naughty
1: bugger. <laughs> Did anyone watch the Matildas playing their uh, their their friendly games in yes, England? Yes, quite a bit.
0: Didn't watch them, but heard about said results.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: That was quite good. They're only friendlies, you know. You play some young players and don't stress your stars out too much. But oh, I enjoyed them. They're good. One thing I do ask you too. Now, I'm I'm putting my cynic hat on. Oh, good here be, we be go. go. I've been oh, accused of being be a cynic many times in my life. So the, the, there was a lot of symbolism at the game. I'm talking about the the uh, uh, England game, mm-hmm. the Tildes versus England, which we won. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. But there was a lot of symbolism at, at hand. Yes. So – before the game, all, all the players and the and the referees took a knee.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Now I think I understand that. What's the taking the knee all about?
2: You can take this one, then.
1: <laughs> um, in in a nutshell.
0: In a nutshell, <laughs> well, if it's in terms of um, combating systemic racism, um, it originated in its I guess modern form in the last few years in sports with Colin Kaepernick in the NFL, who began, I guess bringing awareness to racism in America and Mm -hmm. the way that black people and indigenous people are treated by taking a knee during the national anthem before games. And that was hugely controversial because it ended up that he was, became unemployed. Essentially. No one would, no team would take him. Um, and it has since black and then black lives matter happened in 2020 with George Floyd's, um, murder, and it was interesting that NFL, the NFL actually issued an apology for Colin, to Colin Kaepernick yeah. for the way that they dealt with mm. it. But now it's expanded for a lot of teams. Um, a lot of cricket teams are doing this now. Sports teams generally are taking a
1: knee yeah. before the game. Well, the to, girls did it. It was great. Yeah. It wasn't during the anthems. It was just just before the, the kickoff. They all just yeah. that. So, so that was good. Yeah. That was mm. I support that. Um, a so. lot of the players had purple tape on their left wrist. It's a symbol of something. I think it's a quality in sport for for, for male sport and women's sport and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that was very symbolic as well. And then, But they also had to think about Alzheimer's awareness. Yes, yeah, they did. So three players from each team didn't have a name on their back. They had their number, but they didn't have their name.
2: Right.
1: And then I think at halftime they switched over and it was a different three players. Interesting. So I think so. Alzheimer's awareness, which is – pretty serious thing. Mm. Um, but and I think the idea was, you know, people with Alzheimer's might be forgetting names and things and not being aware of, you know, who their favorite yes. player is or it was something like that.
0: Yeah, I think it was, what was recognizing the 1 in 3 people born in the UK today that will end up developing Alzheimer's or yes, something. Yes, that's a scary. That's a scary, that's scary that's a, which is around. a very that's very high percentage. I didn't
2: realise that.
1: So I suppose that's what's bad. Al- al- Alzheimer's awareness. But I think we're all aware of it. But I, I guess they're trying to ram home that message.
2: Thing- Things like Alzheimer's could always use more awareness. You know, you-, you-, you won't ever flog that horse too much, I dare say.
1: Yeah.
0: Anything neurologically related... Awareness potentially brings
1: funds and funds is is always important for research. So my cynical question is... Oh, here we go. Can you overdo the symbolism? I mean, that's three causes in one game that we're having symbolic acts acts on about.
0: Absolutely. The short answer is yes. But I think maybe not for the quantity of that being the issue, but whether or not there's actually much substance backing up. The quality. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, it's great if they do those three things. But it's yeah, it is probably too much if they're not actually doing anything too substantial behind each of those three
1: causes. Yeah. That so if the Alzheimer's thing is the main thing, mm. do the other two acts take a little bit away, take some attention away from that?
2: I, I would argue that you you can't have enough symbolism. You can't have enough awareness raising because I mean every game you're bombarded with advertisements, mm. Mm. corporations, true, and organisations non-stop. Right. Yes. To the point where the Matildas are called the Combank Matildas <laughs> Which well, is unbelievable. This is what I we we were, were the Subway Matildas.
1: This
0: is what we were talking about during our almost hour long cricket special, the accident accidental cricket special in summer. Yes. Where I was like, I you can't even <laughs> like have look at the scorecard in cricket anymore without saying, Oh, look oh, at yeah. this yeah. Macca's scorecard or yeah. when the footy started it was um Oh, what what is it now? It's like warm up with McCain's or something. Yeah, warm like up the, with like McCain's chips. The warm up time in footy, they managed to sponsor that
1: somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so you squeeze a sponsor into every aspect of the game, it's yes, like, oh. and you're
2: bombarded with it. You don't give permission <laughs> for it. So I think the more things we can raise awareness for, the take away from the time that we give to big corporations, I reckon that's good. I think it's a great point. Jimmy. You know, my utopian view of the future is like uh, the, the sporting arena is just a, one big, lovely education arena with entertainment mixed in. With some competitiveness, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got the positive messaging over here and there and everywhere and that would be good, wouldn't it? You know, it would no, be. No more bloody combat Matildas. Oh.
0: It would be fascinating to imagine a world of professional sports where there was just no advertising.
2: Imagine
1: that.
0: Well, then yeah.
2: they'd
1: be amateur sports, wouldn't they?
0: Well, if they got paid, though, if there was just no requirement or need for sponsorship, you know, you could just play the sport and everyone was adequately, you know, um, paid. And there was just no need for that extra money. I don't
1: know. A living wage for athletes.
0: A living wage for athletes. What a concept.
2: <laughs> yes. We could all use more universal basic services and income. Mm. Let's look into that. Mm. Gil McLaughlin, if you're listening, have a have a, have a good go at that one, <laughs> mate. Yes, but that's an interesting discussion. I think yeah. that also branches out into you know, we're getting into pretty grey territory here, but you know, um do athletes need to be paid so much? You know, um like a hundred and million mm. four-year yeah, yeah. rookie extension you know, is, contract. Is that valid? just a bit ridiculous? You know, if we get rid of all the advertising and we give them a good wage, you know, because, you know, ticket sales and merchandise sales and, you know, it all adds up. But, jeez, you know, buddy Steph Curry's making $250 million or something like that. and. Mm. She, Good, but to, that's a a good question. Great question.
1: Thank you. Well, I'll take my cynical hat off now because you've appeased that little nagging itch.
2: Yeah, the the more positive messaging, the better. Because frankly, we don't have enough of it in our in our you know in our bloody information spheres. Mm. You know, you, it's, they're drowned out. Mm. You know, so the more awareness for Alzheimer's, the more awareness for inequality or equality, the more awareness for you know systemic racism, the better. That'd be good. Counterbalance some of that toxic corporate messaging. Yeah. Whoa. That was a good one, Johnny. Yep.
1: Great question. Okay, uh, Second half coming up. Maybe talk some surfing. 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 Oh. Surfing him. What do surfing you makes Bye. a return to the sporting world. I report. know you're interested in surfing because your surfboard hit me on the head <laughs> the last time I was at your flat. How rude of it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you experienced or seen racism against blackfellas? Report racism against First Nations people with Call It Out, an online register to expose racism. Stand up, be heard, call it out. Go to callitout.com.au.
0: A 3CR supporter. Things need topping up every now and then. Monty auntie, Thanks, bub. Including your COVID protection. If you're an adult and it's been six months since you caught COVID or had a COVID jab, you can now top up with a free COVID-19 booster. It helps keep you and your mob protected from serious illness from COVID-19. So talk to your doctor or health worker about a free COVID-19 booster or visit health.gov.au forward slash top up to find out more. Authorised by the Australian Government Camera. Would you like to reduce your risk of dementia? The Better Brains trial aims to discover whether targeted lifestyle changes can prevent memory decline in Australian adults. Participants aged 40 to 70 with a family history of dementia are allocated to receive health coaching from an allied health professional or health education materials about dementia and its risk factors. The trial is run entirely online, so visit www.betterbrains.org.au to sign up now. Better Brains is a 3CR supporter.
1: So you know what Easter means to me, Em and James?
2: What does it mean to you, John? Well,
1: it's not chocolate, and it's not the uh, religious ceremonies which we were brought up with. Yes. To me, Easter is the stall gift. The
0: stall gift. What's oh, a stall, said, stall gift, Johnny?
1: Well, it's a running race mm-hmm. on stall. an oval. In Stahl. In the, in the country town of Stahl, mm. up in, near the Grampians. And uh, uh, it's, 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 I've told you before, I love racing. Mm. Doesn't matter what it is men running, uh, people swimming, uh, people riding bikes against each other. It's just whoever gets to that finish line first is A to the B. winner. Oh, I actually don't mind a little man sitting on a horse having a race with people, but you guys, yeah. you know, uh, totally like but you know, a man sitting <laughs> in a car, a very fast car against other people in a very fast car, so races are great. So I love the stall, stall meeting, they have uh, mostly sprint races, but there's some longer races too. Uh, I have a quick question. Yeah.
2: Why is it called a gift? What's uh, a gift well, I don't about? know,
1: a gift, it's just that uh, it's that word which means uh, an, an event and a, and a prize, I suppose, it's it's meant to be for mm. amateurs, I think. Originally, originally it would have been for amateurs. And maybe they got a gift as the prize. I don't know. Oh, well, it's professional now. Yeah, they yeah. win keep, a lot of money. So keep going. Anyway, so they, you know, so the big race is there. But the race that took my eye was the backmarkers race.
0: Oh, backmarkers.
1: Because right? so. it's it's all um, it's all uh, um, um, handicapped. Right so everyone's got a chance, yes, depending on how generous the handicapper is to you, but that's great, you know it's terrific. so you've got your back markers and your front markers, and uh, lots of semi finals and the, the the winners of the semi finals go into the final, but then they have an event for the back markers who don't make the finals, and it's a great race, but they it's not men's or women's it's all the back markers
0: Ah. Oh. Right?
1: because it's handicap doesn't matter, it doesn't matter right, so you've got the best the the fastest women off their marks and then the fastest blokes back on their marks and first across the line is the winner. Mm. It's a great race. I really enjoyed it. And they do the same for 400 metres. So um, that's all I wanted to bring up. Wouldn't it be great if many, many different sports can just have men and women competing against each other, especially if it's a handicap sort of thing so there's no advantages in strength or size or anything like that? That's the way to go, I reckon. That would be great. I think that would be great. And also, incidentally, you
0: know, addressing a lot of issues about trans people in sport recently too. I, I feel yeah. like people would just – what would there be – I mean, there's not much to complain about at the moment, but like
1: – People just find their level and compete and it's – anyone can win.
2: It yeah. doesn't matter who you are. We're going to throw you in the pot. Yeah. 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 Wouldn't that be good?
1: I like that. Nice yeah. one. So there oh, that, that was just a quickie. So that brings us on to the surfing. And uh, I like surfing, although it's – the result's – determined by judges
2: which is always tough and i've always
1: said if you need judges it's not a sport it's a dance another con oh. no no <laughs> okay that's the one i really don't like uh, no syn- no <laughs> synchronized swimming judges it's a dance yeah okay right? well, diving off a off a diving board and doing twirls and twists it's a dance off a diving board
2: uh, I, I comprehensively disagree, but, you know, yes, anyway, stop <laughs> going.
1: So I'll get around to surfing. It's dancing on waves, and it's fantastic. I love it. Right. But we'll get past that. Dancing um, on waves. Well, so go, beautiful. We'll so poetic. Into, we'll go into that in greater detail some other time because James was looking at me with that look. Yep. Um But it's uh, the World Surfing League, WSL, is in Australia at the moment. They mm. just had their tournament down at uh, Winky Pop.
2: Winky Pop. Bells Cal- Beach. Calm the pop.
0: Calm the pop.
1: I had to look up Winky Pop yeah. because I had a feeling that if the waves aren't good enough at Bells Beach, they just go around the corner to they, Winky Pop and they uh, they're often better.
0: Is that right? I went last year and yeah. had a look and they weren't surfing at Bells because the conditions were rubbish. So they were down at Winky Pop. But Winky Pop is not a good place for spectators. It
1: hasn't right. really got a beach, has it? just rocks. It's just rocks.
0: Yeah. Right. Not good for... You can, you can barely see them, to be honest. It's hard it's, to watch.
1: Um, it's not really a spectator sport unless you've got a natural amphitheater, which mm. Bells Beach kind of is, isn't it?
0: They set up Bells really well with all the like portable seating and stuff. So it's great, and it feels quite ridiculous when you've got all of this beautiful setup and then they're around the corner at Winky Pop. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and do you know what? where the term Winky Pop comes from? Where does it come from? Well, <laughs> do you um, know, Anne? Do no, I don't know, do but know? I'm... Well, Excited to know. <laughs> well, it's uh, back in the sixties and seventies when they started the surf there. One of the one of the the, the girls who used to accompany the surfers uh, had a a, a a little colloquial term for uh, sex, and she says, "Oh, do you want to go for a winky pop?" That was her special no. way of saying it. <laughs> this, I've read this today because I wanted to know where this winky pop thing come from. Really? Anyway. That uh, that's just an aside, in a sense. Yes. But her her kind of boyfriend, uh, they were going around there to surf around at Winky Pop, and the first thing they saw were two crabs on a rock, uh, mating. Yes. So they said, "Oh, look at the crabs doing the Winky Pop," and apparently that, that name stuck for that particular surfing venue.
0: And now it's Winky Pop. That's right. <laughs> that's really? incredible. Yeah. That yeah. seems appropriate that the Australia, like a venue for the Australian leg of the yeah World Surfing Tour League, would be. So that make that checks that
1: tracks. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. Good. Yeah. That's a good tidbit. Yeah, thank you. Oh, I thought it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I'm impressed. I had so I've looked at it quite a bit. So, did you know that the surfing is uh, it's a joint calendar? Every event, men and women at the same venue at the same time, mm-hmm. same prize money.
2: Tour everywhere.
1: Yeah, 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 all over the place. They tour together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's the way it should be for many sports. But anyway, surfing's way ahead of us in that sense. Um, What else do I want to tell you? We're off to Margaret River next, Mm -hmm. Uh, April 20 to 30.
0: Last year, the swell and conditions in Margaret River were. Wild, The Ooh. waves were huge, like lots of broken boards and... Well, there's a cyclone wow. up north at yeah, the moment. It's, it could it could make for some very interesting conditions again. Ooh.
2: The dancing on the waves will be... Will, yes, will, the dance. Will be It'll be
1: extreme dance. Yeah.
2: Extreme dancing <laughs> on the waves. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that great?
1: Yeah, skateboarding at the Olympics, it's dancing is on that a skateboard. <laughs> it
2: is I, I love it. I love
1: it. But... I've said to James, we, they should have just a dance Olympics. No. And a running Olympics. No.
2: Yeah.
0: So you can categorise all sport down to whether it's a dance or a run. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, and then you've got your sports that are points. But it's still, you know, basketball or something, that's a sport because it's who gets the most points that you score yourself. You don't rely on judges to say, yes, that's a three-pointer. So uh, points, race, dance. Oh, yeah. But the Olympics motto was, you know, faster, stronger, longer, heavier, or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's yeah. measurable. You don't need a judge to measure it. Because judges can be bribed. Judges can be just wrong. They can be biased.
0: It is subjective. That's
1: yeah, fair. Yeah. But anyway, that's just a thing. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting food for thought. So after Margaret River, there's an the actual. Uh, a little pause, and then they cut the field down to eight women and ten men playing off, playing off, surfing off for the year for the world champion. Wow. Mm,
0: so you've got to make the cut, as it's called. And um, I think Steph Gilmore is, is in danger of not no, making the cut. Steph. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's, that's cutthroat, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So it's like halfway, midway through, you got to make a cut. Well,
1: there's wow. plenty of Aussies there, though, who are doing very well. Tyler mm. Wright and um, Molly uh, something, Pinkham, Pinkham or something.
0: Well, Tyler Wright just won back-to-back Bells Beach. Yeah, but she's Tyler.
1: two in the world. The uh, That girl, Molly, she's number one at yep. the moment. Aussie, young, young it. Aussie.
0: Well done.
1: It was Tyler. She's pretty experienced. She's been around for a long time. Yeah,
0: and Tyler had, um, I don't know if you guys know her story as well, but has a... Fast, like really bad injuries, and was able to come back.
1: And really impressive story that we could talk about down the track. We could now. I've got a song. Oh, I brought in the Bulldogs team song for our jazz round. Yes, jazz round, and uh, it's another Talent City one. I noticed the Bulldogs theme has changed a lot over the years. Interesting. I'll, I'll give you the, the, the words you'll hear in a minute go like this Sons of the Scray, red, white, and blue. Scray meaning foot scray. We will come up smiling whether we win or lose. It's very nice, isn't it? It's a bit too friendly. Others build their teams, my lads, but think they know the game, but you can't beat the boys of the bulldog breed that made old Footscray's name. Now, they had to change, of course, because they wanted to go from Footscray to more western suburbs. Mm. (coughs) So the, the words now, and there's a, the VFLW has a feminine version of this song yes but the men's version goes now like this sons of the west red white and blue that's about the only line that stays the same we come out snarling so they're not smiling anymore they're snarling
2: and they got rid of that toxic positivity yes oh.
1: bulldogs through and through uh bulldogs bite and bulldogs roar Roar! jesus yeah i've never heard a bulldog roar, but anyway they bite for sure We give our very best. You can't beat the boys of the Bulldog breed with the team of the West Yard.
2: There we go. There it is. So we'll take it out with the Bulldogs theme as part of our ongoing jazz round. I love it. Isn't that good? Let's uh, listen for the crackle.
0: Oh. There's the crackle. Oh.
2: All right. Here we go. Well, okay. Thanks for listening everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you next week.